This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor in-play betting. Watch the action, predict the action, and make your best bet with the latest odds on over 1,000 daily events. 18 plus, BeGambleAware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. Right, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is you're listening or watching episode 5-0, uh, so the big 50 of uh, Turfcast podcast with me, Joe Remond, and as usual, my good friend, Simon Towner. How you doing, mate? You look like you're on holiday. Oh, mate, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm abroad at the minute. Are you abroad? Where are you? Moore Costa Street. del Moor Street, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to make it even better, mate, I've got on my thing and... Uh, my patio, and just as you started the thing, I couldn't even react because I, I, we were live at the time. And then my wheelchair decided to do a wander on patio, and I won't be able to reach it. <laughs> oh, brilliant! You have to get Mrs. to come and come and I'm rescue you. Yeah. I'm gonna have to be bellowing in a minute. So if you hear someone on more streets, I know it's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How are you doing anyway, though, mate? All good? Very well, mate. Are you? Yeah, I'm well. I'm just just a bit hot. It's a bit it's hot. It's not yeah. one in it. It's it's honestly though, it's ridiculous. Like I've been in car. Like, I've just just driven somewhere in a car today, and it was like a forty-five minute drive. And um, 
you know when you got your central sorry not your central eating your air condition on full whack and you forget how hot it is outside because you're central and honestly honestly mate i got out of the car and it, a wall of heat just hit me remember that oh, time we were in barcelona for your stag do yeah, it's 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 that hot outside. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't cope. Like, normally, I I always wear a Burnley top for this, but I thought there's no chance I'm wearing a Burnley top. There is. It's easy when you're abroad, though, isn't it? You just go half naked everywhere you go. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. When you're abroad, you could just dip it in pool, or, or what? Well, there's no responsibilities anyway. You can just go to the bar. Whereas now, I'm changing a shitty nappy in in full heat and stuff, so it's a bit hard work, isn't it? Um, but I'm um I'm coping just about. Are you? I'm, I'm enjoying it, mate. I'm enjoying it. I'm not one of them people that's like, oh, I can't wait for winter. No, oh, no, I can't wait for winter. I, I, I'm, I'm not one of them. Not one of them. Summer, summer, all day long for me. I prefer this to it being cold. I must, um, I must admit, I enjoy it a lot more when I'm not on painkillers because on these painkillers, my, my heat tolerance is a little different. But normally, you, you've been around to my house at nine in the morning and nine at night. I'm still in the same position when the sun's yeah. out. I don't move all day. Yeah. And... Uh, I, I'm like putting it off now until it lasts like a few hours when it's gone when it's cold down a bit. Yeah, I've been I've 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 I tried to sit in my garden a little bit today, but like within literally less than a minute, my back, the bottom of the back, my back was drenched. So I just thought, nah, not for me. I'm just gonna go back inside. So I got some baby wipes on the back, uh, and uh, and went and sat inside. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it. But I'm still not one of them that's gonna be like, oh no no, I can't wait till it's cold. Nah, sod that. Would it be Somewhere start of season this weekend? Yeah, um, yeah, it would have been three years ago on this very day that we're recording, not when you're all listening slash watching, but on this very day that when, when we're recording, um, you'll have seen it on Turfcast this morning, obviously, Simon. Um, we beat Chelsea 3-2 at Stamford Bridge on this day three years ago. I remember it well. Uh, well, could have been uh, could have been even better than that score, couldn't it, with the way it started? Yeah, it, I, I, I don't want to say it should have been, um, but it, it, it should have been. Um, we, we'll let them get back into the game, but it's all it's all in the history books now, isn't it? It doesn't really matter. We won the match and and it'll forever go down in history because of that. Exactly. But my, my point would have been anyway that if we were starting the football season this weekend, imagine that playing in 33 degrees, sat outside Parkview waiting for turf. That would have been class. Just sat, sat yeah, that would have been class. Nipping into, into town centre, having a few bevs at Parkview or Cricket Club or whatever. And just and just loving life and being on ground. You know what I love about summer games is everyone yeah. seems to wear white. So you look in the stands and like the majority of people uh, are just wearing white and and you don't exactly and you're wearing it today as well. Uh, I was saying to you off camera though. I was saying to you off camera though, weren't I? Um, I don't not fancy wearing a football shirt in this heat. I know. Well, it's alright. I came outside because it's too hot in my house to do this, and I can't be bothered locking windows and doors for kids. Come outside. Never thought about ice cream van into it. Yeah, well, I'm gonna say. Do you want to just stop stop here and go get an ice cream van? Or... I, I, I might do, mate. Just had to the uh, get a calypso. <laughs> yeah, that'd be epic though. If we just cut scene here and it cuts to you with a calypso, that'd be class. <laughs> uh, well, I to those who don't know, I literally live around the corner. That like, literally a corner. Um, so the ice cream van will probably be coming down my street within the next five ten minutes anyway. So I'm sure we'll hear it again. Um, I but I do want to. And then your house, mate. To be fair, yeah, probably, probably. Um, before we get started, before we get started properly, I just want to quickly mention the podcast sponsors. They are at the bottom of your screen now. If you're watching on YouTube or the Facebook premiere on Friday nights, it is of course Pitch Sports. And as we've said many a time, if you haven't already, please go and download the app. You can download it on um, Google Play. You can download it on App Store. Um, I still don't think it's available in Ireland yet. Kawilta will be disappointed to know, but you can get it obviously in uh, the UK. And it's basically a fan hub where you talk to other fans about your team, their teams, predict scores, predict lineups, that sort of thing, and, and then give your thoughts post match as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. So well, you like give like a, a star rating and things like that. 
Well, that's Scott. Sky TV. You know when they go like, get this, 50% off deal. Not available in ROR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not available in Ireland. Sorry, Quilter. Unlucky, yeah. mate. No, nothing's available in Ireland that, that uh, we sell, uh, obviously. Um, but, yeah, if you haven't already, please go and download it. And we do a fan time video every week as well. Uh, we'll be getting into that later in the podcast, I hope. I haven't actually checked and seen if there's been any responses. Um but uh, I'm sure there will have been. I'm sure there will have been. It were a good. Well, <laughs> yeah, I've I've been on it before and been worried. I've refreshed it. I think there's always something there. But uh, no, I'm sure. I'm sure we can. Um, I'm sure we'll, we'll sort somewhere. Um, just up. again, we'll just yeah, could do. No one will ever know. Uh, we'll just give the secret away though. And before before we get started properly, I just want to do a bit of sort of like podcast housekeeping. I know a few people have sent messages and sent ads on Twitter asking if we're going to be still going on in the summer. Uh, now that we're at episode fifty. And there's literally like nothing to talk about now, um, as you're going to see by the time this podcast ends, that we literally just drivel on about absolutely nothing. Um, we're going to stop it for a little bit until until it gets towards um, the next season. Um, but what we are going to do, say if there's some big breaking news, like you know Burnley signs somebody or something like that, or God forbid somebody leaves like Daesh or Pope or Tarki or McNeil or, or whatever, and we will do a, a quick recording giving our reaction to that. So we are still going to be doing stuff during the summer. It's not just going to be on your Thursday mornings, uh, on a podcast, talking absolute crap as well. But we, we'll be doing stuff, but this is the last podcast episode until the summer. And another thing is it might give us a chance to do some more in-conversation with episodes and, and hopefully get some people on who knows. Can we have like a breaking news banner across the bottom when we do those reactions? Like, uh, yeah, like actually, I, I, can, I can do that on this on this new thing. Um, yeah, it might look a bit a bit cheesy, um, but we'll give it a go. Um, we'll give it a go. Um but yeah, hopefully, like I said, it gives us a chance to do something in conversation with. Now, I know you know about one guy that we will potentially get on. Like, nothing's guaranteed yet, by the way, so don't get your hopes up, everybody, if you're thinking, oh, I can't wait, I can't wait to see you get on. We've, we've asked questions again, same as we did in the summer. Um, sorry, at the start of lockdown, we've asked questions again. Um, sometimes people say no, sometimes they don't even answer the question, so we'll see. Fingers crossed we get that, though. Fingers crossed we get that. Um, but you know of someone, Simon, so hopefully we'll be getting at least one person on, won't we? Oh, mate, if we get this guy, which is, well, I'll be honest, it's pretty certain we're going to get him. So people can, I won't, we won't ruin it yet. But if we can get this one guy on, um, then we can basically, sorry, my wife's just asking if I rang. Uh, if we get this one guy on, his stories are unbelievable. I've sat down many a time and heard this guy's story. He's from the different generation that we brought up in football. So his stories are unfiltered, uncut, and they're brilliant. They're so good. Yeah, uh, it would be interesting, definitely. I mean, you see some of the podcasts um, under the cosh. I know they've had a few Burnley players on recently, and you, and you see some of the things that they're saying, and you're thinking, "Wow, bloody hell, that's a bit close to edge." I, th- I think, I think if we get this guy on, I, think we I might even have to cut some bits out. It'll be that I close. I think we to will. Edge. I think we will. We'll be able to. We'll do like a. We'll become big time and make a Patreon version where you can get the actual unedited version. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, Potentially, potentially, uh, depending on if it's libel or not. Obviously, what <laughs> with a patron or not, no libelous stuff will be going out. But um, another, another thing I want to just mention is um, we are now eligible for Facebook stars, everybody. Woo! Woo! Get some stars, lads. Yeah, so if you are watching on the premiere, um, what you can do, there's a little thing at the bottom that says um, if you like Turfcast, you can send some stars to support them. Uh, what this does, uh, this will send me some stars. Um, 
and what it does, it helps support these pe- people like myself that create podcasts, create content and stuff like that and helps us so I like, get bigger and better and, and, and do more stuff. And Simon as well. Uh, and do more stuff. He, he don't create anything. He just sits in his garden and chats shit, to be fair. But people like me who creates the stuff for you, edit the videos and stuff, it, it gives me a chance to do more of that stuff for you. And if you enjoy it, please feel free to send some stars in. We have a current stars target of 100 stars which I set up on the day that I was told um, that we are eligible for stars, which was last Wednesday, actually. And over the time of recording this, it is Wednesday. Um, and we're stuck on 99 because Johnny Tate, God love him. Thank you very much, Johnny, for the 99 stars. He will always be the first person that ever sent us Facebook stars. But he sent me one short of the goal. I don't know if he's done that on purpose or, or, or he didn't know the goal as well. I think either way, um, I could probably guess Johnny could do it do either way. Just to be totally oblivious to the goal star, the star goal that's right in front of him and just send 99 or see that. I'll think, right, you bastard, I'm only going to send 99. Well, let's see as well, Sam. When this is premiering, I reckon we can get up to 150. So that's 51 stars in this premiere. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Um, if you do like the Who's podcast, sound? you are- uh, who's sound? That's it. That's how, that's how we'll bribe people. You don't, if you don't send us stars, you're not sound. Uh, that's how Simon's doing it. Uh, but if you are one of the regulars that does like it, uh, please feel free. You can go just go onto Facebook. It doesn't have to be during the premiere or during a live. You just find one of the videos and it says it underneath it. So if you do like the podcast and you, and you, know, you want to sort of like help out a little bit and, and, and make it so we can continue to do more stuff like this, then feel free to do it at any point. It doesn't have to be during a live. It doesn't have to be during a premiere. You can just find one of the videos that we've put on our Facebook and it says underneath it, like I said, um, send stars to Turfcast and you can do that. Um, so, so yeah, that's it. And I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing to be fair that we've uh, been given, el- made eligible for Facebook stars, as it says, because um, I watch a lot of Facebook gamers and I know you do as well, Simon. Um, and it's class. I like watching them and like seeing. Oh, thanks for the stars and stuff. Thanks for the stars. But I checked. I checked what you needed to do to become eligible for stars, and it sounded a little bit far fetched when I first. Excuse me. When I first um, first saw all the all the all the requirements, but I'm buzzing that we've we've managed to be able to do it. And I know I did look at it. I did think oh, I'd like that one day, but I kind of totally forgot about it. And I've just been doing live videos and stuff, forgetting about it. And then eventually, I just get this notification saying you are now eligible for Facebook stars. So I'm quite happy with that one. Yeah, it's incredible, mate. It's a testament to the work and and the entertainment we provide for the world, mate. Yeah, uh, if you can't if you can't send some stars, that's fair enough. Obviously, everybody's everybody's different, especially in this current climate. But it will massively help us if you just like the stream, or even better yet, share it, so then more people can see it and more people uh, can become familiar with what we do. Uh, right, we'll get into the actual podcast then and talk about actual Burley Football Club rather than just talking about ourselves. Um, what date are we on now? August 10th, is 12, it? I'll just quickly check 12. my phone. 12, sorry, yes, I've lost two days somewhere. August the 12th, and we still don't have a kit. What is going on? It's, I don't know, it's kind of like getting better, though. I've gone past that point of getting sort of surprised by it and getting angry by it, because I just, everyone wants to see the new kit. It's cool, isn't it? And it's something to look forward to. And my kids are buzzing, they want the new kit. I want to buy them the new kit. Hmm. And... Uh, I'm getting to that point now where the, the longer it goes on, the more funny this is becoming. It's one of them, though, isn't it? I mean, you give, I'll give them a bit of leeway in the fact that, obviously, the season hasn't started yet, so it's, it was always going to be probably out a little bit later than usual. Like It wouldn't have been out earlier because the season's later, do you know what I mean? And the fact that they couldn't get to work for, what, 12 weeks or whatever, I'm not sure, at, at the actual club. But I work at a football club. Everyone who listens to this podcast regularly knows I work at a football club. I have been involved in two kit launches now, 
and they, they've launched two, and there's going to be a third coming out at some point as well. I might have already said too much, so uh, fingers crossed I haven't. I, th- I think I, I'm pretty sure I haven't actually. I saw someone else say something the other day on, on, on say, in, got three kids. You've heard it here first. There you go. Thank <laughs> you very much. Um, but but yeah, that's what I mean. Like we've done it, and we've put it out. Why, why can't a Premier League football club get it? I, I just it'd be it should be out by now. At least one kit should be out by now. I don't I wouldn't have expected all three of them to be out if we have three. Um, but the the first one definitely should have been. It's frustrating, me in in a way. Like you you bring up points like that and you hear that and you think, God, I don't. I don't it doesn't really matter when the kit comes out. It doesn't matter when it's released. It's just. Let's not give anyone an excuse to take piss out of us, because <laughs> that's kind of like what people are going to start doing. I'm I'm going up Townley with the kids, and seeing people in that new Man City shirt. I don't even know yeah. what man's going to look like yet. Yeah, seeing Liverpool kids walking around the Burnley. I should see Burnley shirts. That's what when kit day comes out. Burnley is claret and blue, and they're all littered. And I won't even notice the Liverpool and City shirts because everyone's wearing the new shirts with pride. Uh, I don't want to say that. I'm sick of it. What on earth could the could the hold up be? Have you have you not heard anything through the grapevine or anything? I haven't. Listen, no, mate, nothing at all. I've, I've from rumor I've heard that rumor kit, has it. Uh, rumor yeah. has it that that kit is in the club shop, ready and waiting to go, mate. So that's what I mean. So if that is the case, then surely they've done all the all the videography and stuff for it, and they've done all that side of it. They've got the articles ready. They've got the maybe they don't have enough. So maybe the manufacturer hasn't been able to send enough. I'm not sure. I'm just guessing, obviously. But um, I think, I'm frustrated with it. I'm frustrated with it. I think they haven't done the marketing. They haven't got off off, off on the ground, really. Like most clubs have, have found a way to do it or done it completely digitally. Uh, yeah. You know, superimposing or making all graphics and stuff like that. And that's uh, that's cool. But Burnley Football Club probably thought, oh, we'll wait until finger. But then the the season ended. The players have shot off on holiday. I don't think they're back till mm. next week. Well, who knows how long this is going to take? Uh, it's frustrating, definitely. I, I, I'll um, I'll say that. I'm just disappointed as well because, um, you know, I mean, it's it, like you say, it's, it's good to get the kit on and it's good to get it bought and it's the first podcast or vodcast that that we do, or, or even if it's just a reaction piece to a, a, a something on on Facebook, the first thing we'll do is we'll both be wearing it with pride, like you say. So, so it's frustrating. I want to wear it. I want to get it on and I want to wear it. Like I said, I would never have noticed any other team's kit in Burnley before because of the claret and blue that you see just hounding it. Exactly. And then then, then you've got to think of the fact that they've got to get three out between now and the start of the season. Probably three. Definitely two. Probably three between now and the start of the season. So when's the third kit going to come out? Like the week before the week before the season? Uh, I, like I said it before, I've heard that the away kit is meant to be the smartest away. I'm not... Don't fire me, lads. Don't be coming at me in my inbox if we're... If it's a minging kit, but I've heard it's meant to be pretty, pretty special that away kit this year. Well, fingers crossed it is then, buddy, because um, that's the I think that's the only thing that's going to save them now. If if they release a dog shit kit like at the mid September, everyone's going to be fucking livid. They're like United, they release the exact same kit. You know what? I haven't seen United's kit. I'm not a fan of Liverpool's. I think I think the green and the white ruins it. It makes it look like it's got toothpaste on the bottom of it. It's like a Colgate, the collar. They should have done it yeah, with exactly. gold, you know what I mean? Champions. Uh, took long yeah, that would have been smart. That would have been smart. Gold and black or something like that. Or 
or whatever. I, I like City's new home kit. Uh, that one's yeah, got a bit yeah. of grief, but I, I quite like that one. Uh, but anyway, hopefully we can talk about our our kit uh, in a couple of weeks because um, that'll probably be a video that where we react to the kit and, and basically just chat about the kit launch if if we can do anything with it uh, if it comes out. Um, next thing I want to talk about is this week, or should I say the weekend, it was the Player of the Year Awards. Um, Nick Pope being the main winner. Now, I didn't actually watch it, mate, because I was at work. Did you watch the stream? Not any of it. It was on Claret's no. player, I believe. It, well, I, I, I think it was meant to be on Claret's player, but they had some issues uh, because the EFL run the website or run the streams, uh, and they had some issues with the EFL, so they had to put it on YouTube. So I think it was available so on YouTube in the end. It's what frustrates me, because I rang you up, didn't I? And this is not your fault. I rang you up and said, how would I watch it? And you said, oh, it's on Claret's player. So I thought, yeah. so I was it, but if they'd have just gone straight in and said YouTube, like any normal brand, like or, or a Facebook Live, like any normal brand, because we are a brand at the end of the day, then we'd have all tuned in and watched it. If I'm a sponsor of that thing, and it's, I'm benedictine.com or whatever they're called, and I've sponsored the main event, I'd be thinking, like, I don't want it to be on fucking Carrots Player for the thousands, hundreds of thousands that I'm probably paying for this. I want it to be on. on YouTube, on main Facebook pages with your millions of followers, not on your Carrots yeah. Player. We with 15 blokes watching it. 100%, but I'm, I'm happy enough to be the only person that puts stuff on, on Facebook for, for Burnley fans to watch, because at the minute, that pretty much is the case in terms of live videos and stuff. So if the club end up starting to do better stuff on social media, I think that'll probably ruin our audience and people will think, oh, I've already watched something this week, I won't watch anything else. But I'm happy to be the only person that does it. But yeah, I agree. I think it is a shame. Um, um, but yeah, what I wanted to talk about was um, Nick Pope obviously being the main winner, like I said. So it was one of them, like, I think, I think we both chose Tarky as our player of the year, as yeah. did Johnny Tate on the podcast, and I think even Jared Warren uh, on, on the watch along. Um, but you're not going to argue that Nick Pope's got it. No. We all actually said that, didn't we? We all said, I want it to be whoever, but I think either Tarky or Pope will win it. And uh, you can't begrudge either of them. It would have been nice to see one get the players and one get the fans. That would have been, it. That would have been the perfect result, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would, that would have been nice. It's one of them, though, isn't it? They don't release... They don't say to players, right? Obviously, Nick's won the uh, the fan one, so you have to choose somebody else. Uh, but yeah, just quickly go through. Sorry, go on. Sorry, mate. It's just such a compliment, isn't it, to to get your fans saying you have been the best player this year. <clears throat> your fans saying it, but then to get your players saying it is a, is yeah. a bigger thing. Yeah, I think I think when you get it with fans, you can sometimes sort of like think, oh, well, that's because fans only like certain players or whatever. Like um, Chris Wood will never win it, for example, from the fans because because a certain uh, section of the fan base doesn't doesn't particularly like the way Chris Wood plays because he's offside a lot. Some people think obviously because he's a bit of a tall guy, he'll, he'll, he'll sort of like slag him off for being a bit of a donkey, despite the fact he's been the leading goal scorer for three years in a row now. Um, and he's basically our main source of goals. But for example, he'll never win the fans one, but he could win the players one quite easily. And I think I think that goes to show that people who are within the game um, and who play the game regular uh, know quite a lot about football. Uh, you watch so it differently. Yeah, exactly. So th- if you get it off them, like you say, it's an even bigger compliment. Yeah, they watch it differently. There's a, there's, there's no doubt about that. Uh, so we'll quickly run through some of the results on the Player of the Year awards then. So, of course, Nick Pope won the Player of the Year and he won the Players Player of the Year, yeah, as we've yeah. just said. Now, the goal of the season went to Jay Rodriguez uh, for his strike against Manchester United. I think, me and you both, yes, I think me and you both said that one, didn't we? I think me and you were the closest Burnley fans to that goal as well. Probably, yeah. Probably apart from Jay himself, he'd have been closer. Um, but yeah, apart from Jay himself, annoyingly, you and Jared were a little bit closer than me at the time. So I'm going to be yeah, the fourth furthest away. 
I went inside due to the anxiety and stuff. I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Um, I could still see it though, everybody, before I said, oh, I missed it. No, it's a big glass wall. I, I still saw it going. Um, but yeah, me and you both agreed with that one, didn't we? I mean, the only one that could have probably, the only couple that I could have probably run in course is Vidra against Southampton and Jays at home against Chelsea. Yeah, that was some sure. The, the problem with Jays against Chelsea, if you win 1 0, that, that's up there as goal at the year. If you, you yeah. get beat 4 1, no one gives a shit. 4 2, whatever it was. Yeah, well, it were 4 2 in the end. I can't remember whether that yeah. goal made it 4 1 or 4 2. That, um, that's what I mean. No one gives a shit. Yeah, uh, but Vidras were a good one as well. I think he can be a little bit disappointed, actually, to not win it. I just think the fact that it... I, like I said, I, I gave it Jay because it was such a big the goal. The magnitude, the, yeah. Yeah, the magnitude of winning at Old Trafford for the first time since the 60s. And in my opinion, I just think it's a better strike as well. I know he doesn't have to do all the turning and stuff that Vidra has to do, but um, no, it was it were sensational, that Jay one, so I don't have any issues with that. No. Youth Team Player of the Year went to Max Thompson. Uh, well done, Max Thompson. I know he yeah. played in the game at Man City. Apart from that, I don't know much about him, to be honest, uh, but well done to you, Max. Uh, Burnley's Burnley Ladies Player of the Year went to Lauren Bl- uh, Bracewell. Uh, well done to Lauren. Yeah, uh, again, don't know too much. Um, I've only seen Burnley's ladies. Yeah, that's right. I don't, I've only seen Burnley Ladies play, like I think, once. Um I can't even remember where that were now. I think that was several years ago. So I've probably never seen Lauren play. But uh, congratulations. But yeah, I think that um, that's an interesting point, isn't it? Like the two players of the year, or three if you count the players' player of the year, have all been goalkeepers. I know it's mad, isn't it? I wonder if any other club has this because it's not the first time a goalkeeper's won it for us. Uh, no, well, Eaton won it not long ago. Exactly. So you'd hope that Nick can carry on and maybe win again. You hope that, that maybe Peacock Farrell will be the future of winning it. You know, you know, it's it's interesting. I don't know many clubs that could say that. The goalkeeper won the women's and the men's player of the year. Yeah, and especially doing it quite regular as well, like you say, because Eaton won it recently. Um, I seem to remember. I think Lee Grant run it, won it. Now I don't actually remember this, but I think it was Robbie commented on a post saying Lee Lee Grant won it recently. I don't really remember don't that, remember but I know. That, no. Um, I know uh, like Beresford as well and, and things like that. They might not have won the player of the year, but when you look at Nico and, and Chris Pierce as well and, and Beast and Paul, yeah, exactly. We're proper hangers at on them, don't we? We love them goalkeepers. Um, and I think that's why they end up becoming really, really good within our team because the fans love them, so they'll get some confidence off that. And now they've got Billy Mercer and Dice training them week in, week out. So um, I think I think it's a great place to come for a goalkeeper. Yeah, Absolutely. And the top goal scorer award as well, uh, that went to Chris Wood, of course, he did with his uh, 14 goals, I think it was, in the end. Um, but, yeah, well done to all of them involved. There were a few Centurion awards, um, basically I've just, just yeah, recognition. Chris Wood as well. Rec- yeah, Chris Wood got 100. Um, I think Charlie Taylor got 100. Ben Mee got 300. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head. I haven't written that one down. Um, but, yeah, there are quite a lot of Centurion awards, which is good you to see. You don't realise how many people, how long certain people have been here. Like you said, you think that they're just flashing the fans or they've been here for... You know, they've, they've had a good season, but when you realise that they've had 100 games for us, it's incredible. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, now the next thing I want to chat about is uh, a piece came out this week on Sky Sports News, uh, which has since been followed up in, in all the national tabloids and stuff, about Dwight McNeil potentially leaving the club. Now, apparently, according to this report, that was on Sky Sports News, and I did put it on Turfcast as well, by the way. So if you haven't already, uh, please head to Turfcast on Facebook or Twitter, and you'll find it on there if you just scroll down a bit. Um, basically, it's a case of Dwight McNeil... Um, could be, Not necessarily could be on his way. Sorry, I'll rephrase that. AC Milan, Juventus... Um, Wolves and Leicester are all interested in Burnley winger Dwight McNeil. Now, 
if it had just been AC Milan, I'd be no, whatever. He's, he's not going to go to AC Milan. Um, but the Leicester one, I think, I think I won't say it worries me that much. Um, but the clubs like Leicester and Wolves, you could see, would be the the, the obvious yeah, yeah. next step for him. So I think if he's going to go somewhere, it's going to be somewhere like that. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a natural progression, like you mentioned. I think Lazio and AC, they prick your ears up, right? So even if you think, oh, yeah, if Wolves or Leicester come knocking, then maybe. But when you hear that AC Milan might be interested, any human in Burnley would definitely be like, you know, imagine if they come. Yeah. Of, you know when you think about winning lottery and you've already spent it in your head even though you haven't bought a ticket yet? Yeah. That's the yeah. kind well, of thing were... I would be doing as a footballer here in AC Milan might be wanting me yeah. on that. It's, it's, a, it's a little bit weird, isn't it? We're AC Milan and, and Juve, so yeah, it, were a little bit, it were a little bit weird um, because obviously there are these AC Milan rumours about Jeff. Yeah. Uh, there's been some other AC Milan rumours recently as well about random player. Um, I don't know what it is. I think the Italian press are bored or something or, or whatever. There's just out of nowhere. There's been all these Italian Italian rumors about players going to Italy. Not necessarily just ours, but a lot of ours and some of the others in the Premier League. Um, but yeah, it's one of them where, isn't it? Like, I think if if a podcast company in bloody Torino said to me, he said, "Right, come to Italy and double your age," I'd be like, "Right, see you bits, everyone." Simon, you look at the Hundred percent. And look at. Um... I think it's uh, Lazio that we've, we've, you'll probably bring up are interested in another player. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. mad really, isn't it? That, but then look at, who's he called? Conte, who was the old Chelsea manager. Um, he said, didn't he, that he were bringing in British players or Premier League players, sorry, saying that he's bringing them in because he loves the intensity of the Premier League and he wanted to bring that to Serie A. Uh, so there's been a lot of players that have been sort of lured over by the lifestyle. I think that they've tried it with older players, Serie A, that is, like the older generation, like you actually called when he were coming yeah. out. And then they've got, um, who's he got at left back from United last season? Um, young. Young. Smalling's young? out there. Smalling's yeah, out there. Young's Ashley Young's at Inter, isn't it? Lukaku's gone out there. Alexi's gone out there. Sanchez. And then you're hearing now all these rumours that they're even looking at teams like Burnley players because, again, it's not necessarily that they're after the finished cycle. They're after the intensity and the work rate, which is basically what people like Burnley model themselves on because they don't, yeah. they don't do it on skill, do it? No, I think we definitely model ourselves on... Um, I think everyone knows that, that, that we yeah. model ourselves on that. Um, but before we move on to the Lazio link, and obviously you're referring to Chris Wood, um, mm. Sean Dyche's Sean Dyche's dad, Dwight McNeil's dad recently, <laughs> not long ago, did sort of like say, look, if I had any advice to Dwight, it would be not to leave Burnley just yet. You know, he's, I think the fact that we can say to him, look, you played, you started actually every single Premier League game this season. What other Premier League club would you get that at? Nobody. Yeah. So the, it's best for your development. For now, for me, I agree with this, to stay at Burnley. I think for at least one more season. Yeah, but I, I, I think I, I don't know. I, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say that maybe I don't want him to go as a Burnley fan. Let's just clarify that now before I get more diving on me. But I think that as a player now, you've finished with the equal highest points. Burnley haven't ever beaten that before. What's the odds of us actually going on and beating that next season without a great start pre-season signings? We haven't got that luxury this year because of the COVID I don't know mate I think it might be uh, might be worth a gamble let's put it that way Do you think he'll still be here then on the first day of the season uh, I, next season whenever that is? Yeah I think so I think yeah. he will Do you be. think he'll be here when the transfer window shuts? Yeah uh, yeah yeah I do um, I hope so as a Burnley fan 
Uh, I could understand if he wasn't, but I also think that we haven't got, like I said, we haven't got a luxury this season of a, a pre-season. We haven't got a luxury of a, a long transfer window before the season starts. We have to keep what we've got more important than we've ever said that. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. I hope he is here, and I, I think he will be. I think, I think one more season, I think we'll get out of him, um, which is worrying because I say that about pretty much everybody. So in, in my head, Pope, Tarky, and Dwight McNeil are all leaving next summer, and that would be an absolute massive catastrophe. Yeah, but then next um, season, because you say the same again. Yeah, probably, probably. We're pissed off by then because probably half of them are gone anyway. Um, but yeah, you mentioned as well uh, Lazio. Well, the rumours are apparently that Chris Wood offered himself um, to Lazio. That came out in the Italian press this week. I say it came out in the Italian press. It was an Italian Twitter account um, with something like Dello Rozzi Sport Lazio or something in, in the name, an Italian flag. So I don't know of the credentials of this of this. Um, Twitter account, but it was then, of course, picked up by the tabloids and stuff like that. So it did end up creating a bit of a stir. But um, your thoughts on that? Well, I, per, per, no, you know Chris better than me. I've, I've, I think I've only ever met him once uh, and never really spoken to him. Whereas obviously you go to his house regularly and cut his hair. Don't seem like the type of guy to go. Right, Lazio. Yeah, my name's Chris. I just scored 14 goals in the Premier League. How do you fancy me up top this season? Sack the club that I'm playing for now. Sack that. I'm off. I can't see him doing Mate, that. There's no player that I can think of that I've ever met that would basically go in like a thing. You say, hey, just wondering if you've got any jobs available. And then when the boss says no, he says, well, I'll just leave my CV here for you. And then if you, something comes up, will you get in touch? There's no one in the world. He's not that kind of world. He ain't going to go and say, I've scored 14 goals. I've got this assist and I've played X amount of games. Here's my ratios. I'll just leave that there. It ain't happening. But what what is happening and what will be happening is for me, this is just my opinion, is they have got people that are paid a lot of money when they get moved. They get, they yeah. get paid a lot of money out of the wages, percentage-wise. 100%, there will be, whoever his agent is, I don't actually know who his agent is, I've never met him, but whoever his agent is will be knocking on everybody's doors with not just Chris Wood, with all the players he's got saying, trying to get them bigger and moves and more money. It is That's football. So, yes, definitely someone will have said, what about these players that I've got? But I don't think Chris Wood would personally have gone via Italy on his way to his holiday, Croatia or wherever he's gone. I don't know where he's gone. Or New Zealand. I don't think he's called, he's called in at Lazio in the office and said, yeah, lads, fancy kick about. No, but I, I agree with I agree with what you're saying, though. It's probably just agent talk or agent conversations um, just sort of like coming out through the press. Uh, like you said, agents probably said, look, these are all my clients. Let us know if you're interested in any yeah, one of them. Yeah, 100%. Well, here's a list of my clients. Chris Wood's probably the best. He might not be. He could have some better players, but I'm saying Chris Wood's one of the ones that can obviously um, create a headline, and I think that's what's happened. But I think it'd be interesting. Uh, there's a lot of rumours at the minute, like you're saying. We've, we've gone over it a little bit about these Premier League players um, be, um, potentially going over to Italy. Now, if, if Dwight or Wood go to Juve or AC Milan or Lazio, I think it'd be interesting that. I'd be very, very... I wouldn't want him to go, obviously, because they are... No, Two of the two of the main four players that we have, um, but it'd be very interesting to see how they got on over in Syria. So I'd, oh, I'd probably man, end up having a getting an Italian team and an Italian shirt with Lazio shirt. We would have the same sentence. Hundred percent. I'd have a McNeil Lazio uh, shirt or a Wood Juve shirt. I got that wrong way around. I'd have yeah, been over with a rucksack <laughs> on me back, knocking on the door, saying, "You still need an haircut, lads?" With their Italian long locks. Hundred yeah. percent, I would. It's. Uh, it's just the way it's like Atletico are doing. My little lads won one all day today with, because Trippier going there. It's just well, no, it, it, there's, there's a good feeling with Trippier, isn't there? There's not there's not yeah. like that with many clubs, and I think that if Dwight went to Juve, there'd be a good feeling about that. 
No, I agree with that. It's one of them. It's funny you mentioned that. There's a, a little lad who lives over the road from me who's always wearing an Atletico top with Trippier 23 out back. I always said that I was going to get one, um, but I never actually ended up getting one. So uh, yeah, maybe well, if next season, yeah, maybe if next season's Atletico um, shirts decent, I might get myself one. But uh, having said that, I think this season's is. I just, I just don't know why I never got one. Um, but I will, I will get one next season. And if Wood or Dwight leave, I'll get one as well. If Jeff Hendrick goes to AC Milan, which isn't looking right now, I don't think. Me and you nearly one. bought a Belgium shirt. Where were we? We nearly bought a Did Belgium we? shirt. Yeah, I can't remember. We were going somewhere. We've been to a possibly a game. No, we went somewhere, me and you, on holiday. And we were going to buy a Belgium shirt with the forum back. Yeah, sounds like me and you, to be <laughs> fair. I, don't, I do not remember that at all. Again, but, um, we didn't buy it. Yeah. Uh, right, moving on anyways, we've discussed that. Um, so this week, I uh, obviously, like I said earlier in the podcast, we are pons- uh, sponsored by Pitch Sports. Sponsor. I did that last week, do you remember? Oh, I did I the exact same mistake. Um, sponsored by Pitch Sports. And every week I upload uh, what is called a fan time video question where I basically just ask a question and ask everybody who listens to the podcast or follows the page or is on Pitch Sports to answer that question. Now, this week, I asked the question, and I'll put it to you now, Simon. I don't think I've told you yet this, and I like this. I like this rawness. If you could only choose one position to strengthen at Burnley Football Club this summer, just one, only one, which one would you choose? Do you want me to break your heart? Um, Go on. You asked me this on last week's podcast. You're right, I did. Gutted. (laughs) What did you say? Uh, Wingbacks. Yeah, wingers, wingers, sorry, wingers, 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 wingers. Yeah, I remember that now because I remember saying, right, this is this week's question. If you listen to the podcast, pause the podcast here and then and then answer it. <laughs> so I'll do that again this week. I haven't thought of a question yet. So Simon, you can think of a question while I read these out. You reckon yeah. you could do that? Right, sweet. And I'll record the question and send it over to Pitch. And if yeah. you listen to the podcast, then you go and answer it and then come back to the podcast. Um, but yeah, that was this week's question. So if you could strengthen just one position at Burnley Football Club this summer, which position would you strengthen? Uh, Lindor's got in touch and said, right midfield for me, we lost Lennon and Jeff. To be fair, we need a right back as well. Bring back trips. Uh, ben Livingston of YouTube fame uh, said, Lindor we'll have to say right back. Yes, oh, our okay. friend Lindor. Uh, carry on. <laughs> You're going to, oh, I sense a FaceTime coming on. Uh, ben Livingston of YouTube fame said, we'll have to say right back would also like a right midfield in case your hand gets injured again. Um, Johnny Tate says reverse cowgirl. That's not what I mean, Johnny. Uh, Neil Layfield says right back or right wing. I think you said it on the pod last week to get someone in uh, bedding ready for when Bardo and Louts go and just right wing as well as JBGs to injury prone. Jimmy Carpenter says right back. Louton and Bardo are up in the um, higher age bracket. Sign a young fullback and let him learn from the two veterans of the league. Uh, somebody called Burnley Life says has to be right back for me. Pace of some players today means unfortunately Bardo can't keep up. And Burnley FC latest says right midfield followed by a centre-back. So I think a lot of people, about 50-50, agreeing with us, um, but we need some wingers in. Um, but like I said, we discussed it last week. I do remember now. Uh, yeah. We discussed it last week. Um, and we did say that wingers, we just don't have enough of them. It's not that the ones that we have aren't good enough. We just don't have enough of them. Yeah, 100%. And it's like they said, the injuries, once one or two kick in, we've actually got none. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to see people forced out to the wing that shouldn't be, like Brownell we mentioned as well, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. And obviously Jeff spent a lot of time there. Um, now, when, when I read them answered out, did you think of a question? I did. Your bloody hell, I was not yeah, expecting this. Go on then. Uh, let's I don't know if it's a good question. I just, you just thought it just come to the top of me in the 10 seconds I had available. But 
if we were to lose any player this summer, which would be the biggest loss? That's a good one. I like that one. That is a good one. Right, yeah. So there you go. I will video that tonight or yep. tomorrow, and I will send it over to Pitch Sports. So if you are listening to the podcast now on Thursday morning or any time after Thursday, um, feel free to go over to Pitch Sport. Hopefully they've uploaded it, because um, sometimes it takes take the time. Um, hopefully they've uploaded it, and it's there ready. You can answer the question, come back to the podcast, or leave the podcast on, and then do it at the end of the podcast. Then I will read your name out and your answer out next week, and then we will then discuss uh, the answers uh, next week as well. But, Simon, I'll, uh, I'll put your own question back to you then. Who do you think would be the biggest loss if we if we lost a player this this summer? It's, it's one or two, isn't it? It's, it's, it's one or two between Pope and Tarke. It possibly be the biggest loss instantly would be Pope. Right. I think that Tarke, as a centre half, is part of two things. But there's only one keeper in there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can't there is that much better than that. And, uh, I know what you're trying to say. I just think that. We, we're quite adaptable, it feels. And I don't know how we would react. But then again, I said, no. Nah. We said that when Eaton were going. And then Pope's done really well. I'd say now Pope's going, maybe Peacock Farrell will do well. Yeah, it was one of them, innit? I think we had we had a massive debate on the podcast. Like One of the first episodes that we did were like, right, Eaton's leaving here. What's crack here? Like, can we cope and stuff? People were getting in touch saying, oh, bloody hell, this is a wrong decision. Pope's coming and proving that Dash probably well he did he got it right essentially um well, that, and I it was, was never that so much you was asked so yeah it's one it, of them i think it, i think i think it's is 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 proven that he got the decision right not because he isn't a good goalkeeper but because pope has come in and done really really well and not that he's necessarily done done better that's not what i'm saying although he probably has uh, it's the fact that he's come in. We've got the money for Heaton, who was a club legend. No one wanted to see him leave as well. No. But it's one of them, isn't it? That he's, he's come in and done so well. And the fact that we've we've had such a good season again, as we did last time we were in the Nets, I think is another sentiment, as they say, um, to Nick Pope and, and, and shows that I think Dash got it right, essentially. Yeah, I do. But uh, my fear, if you remember from the questions being asked of, you know, yeah, we sell, him, which one should we sell? My my problem was if you don't sell Heaton, you've probably got him for the rest of his career, which would have been four yeah. years, maybe more sometimes of goalkeepers uh, at a top level. I'm not talking like deteriorating four years. I'm talking four years top level. Um, but if Pope had a wonderful season again, you won't yes, have him. Uh, you won't have him. And that's what I said. And I'm hoping I'm wrong, but uh, I can see it happening now. Yeah, I, I, it's one of them. I think I think we discussed the Pope situation on the podcast last week, didn't we? And I... I think again. I think it's. I don't think he's going to go this summer. Um, no, I, I think keepers, uh, keepers, are, keepers at the minute for some reason uh, have just the stocks gone through the roof. Like keepers are ridiculously expensive now, and that at the minute is working in our favour. Um, We're also so think, lucky that there's a lot of good goalkeepers coming through at the minute. Yeah, there's that, and the fact that, it, that he's English, and that just means that he's ridiculously expensive, and that's going to make teams think, well, no, I'm going to look elsewhere then. Like Chelsea, for example, we all know how much money Chelsea have got. Uh, when they heard that Port were 50 million quid, they were like, oh, maybe not then. I might go and look uh, elsewhere. So if you're pricing Chelsea out, you're probably going to price the majority of teams that are going to be interested in him out. Yeah, definitely. And and I think that one thing that will work in our favour is, is the media, media sorry, have pushed and pushed and pushed on this Henderson for England role. And that's yeah. made him sort of like the cool person in the net. And that's a, the one that has, is the flavour of the month. And if you're a Chelsea fan and you're a finger, you know, that that's the first name that they're probably going to have if they wanted the Pope and the Henderson role. Uh, not because Henderson's a better keeper, but because, like I said, the media have bigged him up a lot more than they have bigged on Pope. 
Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think the only thing that um, obviously works in Henderson's favour not going anywhere is the fact that he's gone back to Manchester United. United. Yeah. However, yeah, it's one of them that win it. Like, is he going to go there and replace De Gea? Some people would argue. I think he should. Yeah, that's what I mean. Some people would argue that. But is he, though? I don't think Ollie's going to turn around and tell De Gea that he's, he's not number one next season. I can't see I, that. I don't think he's I don't think he's a strong enough personality, is Ollie? I don't think he is, and I fully agree with you. But I thought it was absolutely shocking when Joe Hart got dumped at that season because he'd done nothing wrong. He were a quality keeper for City for many years. How many Golden Gloves yeah. did he win? But you mentioned it last week. Um, uh, three, four, I can't remember now. And there was never a sign of Joe Hart being kicked out at Man City. Never, never thought of next minute he's bought this keeper in and, and Joe Hart's available for transfer. And it was yeah. like, what the fuck's that? Who knows, mate? The day of time might be up. It could be. And if it's going to be up at any point, it's going to be up now because he's had a shocking season. And obviously, like you say, Anderson's had a... There you go. We, we'll we'll, we'll ruin him like we ruined Joe Hart if you want, Man yeah. United. We'll, have, we'll end his career. We're good at that with these veterans. Um, but we've spoken about pe- people potentially leaving. Uh, so we'll speak about pati- uh, people potentially coming in. Now, unfortunately, as as we're all Burnley fans, we're all aware, um, there's probably not going to be too many incomings. And at the minute, there's not too many rumours. Uh, the latest rumour is that Burnley are interested in signing centre-back Joe Worrell from Nottingham Forest and will use the funds from any potential Ben Gibson departure to fund the move, but face competition from Sheffield United. That came from the Sun. Um, what do you think of that? one then because it could end up just being another Ben Gibson scenario where we're clearly bringing him in to play third choice if he mm. does come in he's not going to replace Tarky or me um, so it could end up being another Ben Gibson situation but it's you need you need, you can't just have two centre-backs you're going to need a third and a fourth um, so you can understand no. why they're doing it if and that, that is true and that being said what you're saying there kind of makes me want to change my answer earlier about who would be the biggest loss because even though it's so hard mate and there's, there's, we're picking airs between the, you know they're splitting airs between the two of them it's mm. uh, both are arguable, but then again, Peacock Farrell is an international goalkeeper who's played at a decent level and he's had a year under his belt behind Billy Mercer and, and the keepers there. Tarke, if he goes, there is literally nobody I can think of that could court with barely caught with Long. And then Gibson's not here, and then you're going to get a championship strike defender to just slot straight in. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe it's I'm one of them, though, isn't it? Kevin Long's obviously got international. Years and caps behind him, so yeah. yeah. So he has got that. It's just I, I don't think Bailey's going to come in now and play well. Like he might have played well for Northern Ireland and stuff, but I just I don't know. I might be wrong, and if if we're ever put in that situation, I hope I am proven wrong. But I think it'll just be another Kevin Long scenario where he does well for a few games and then the next couple of mistakes, and everyone's like, oh yeah, maybe he's a bit shit again actually. Yeah, maybe. I, I, it's a close one, and I, I won't argue with anyone who said that either them two, but. Maybe, to be fair, if we lost Tarky, the best centre-back that we've ever seen at Turf, in my opinion, um, we should probably be looking and thinking, fucking hell, you know, how could we ever replace that? Not just this occasion. Yeah, so that is apparently, according to The Sun, um, one rumour. The other rumour that came out that we discussed on last week's podcast was another Forest lad. I think we discussed it on last week's podcast. Yeah, Matty Cash, we did, didn't we? Um, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be happy with that one um, because, like I said, I, I don't necessarily think right back's a position that we need to strengthen like some people do. Um, I like Loughton. I know he gets a lot of stick these days, but I, I think he's, he's good in, in yeah, games. Yeah, we've got two good right backs, haven't we? Yeah, in my opinion, I agree with that. We've got two good right backs. However, I wouldn't mind bringing someone like Matty Cash in to say, right, just chill out here for a year, learn, the, learn about our club, learn about our ethos, the way we play, what's required of you. Then in a year when them two are old and Bardo's left, 
you slot in. You and Matty can have the 50-50 last season or whatever, or or you can become the main one. So, yeah, I don't necessarily mind that one. Um, I'd be I'd be happy if we brought him in. Yeah, I don't disagree with that, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, I don't disagree with bringing in you to, to stop us being in any sort of problem should there be an injury or a transfer. Um, and another one that we are... Um, well, there's no rumours about us looking at this chap. Um, well, there's four Premier League clubs... Uh, reportedly looking at Lundstram from Sheffield United. He obviously yeah. had his, uh, a fantastic season this season. Admittedly, it was his only season in the Premier League, though, uh, but he was brilliant. Um, and I asked a question on um, the social media accounts, Turfcast Podcast, if you don't follow us, please go and follow us. Now, um, whether you would take John Lundstram at Burnley. Now, Simon, I'll ask you that question now. Would you have him at Burnley? I would do, now that we don't have Jeff Hendrick, for example, and we're a bit short on players. But if we'd have kept older Jeff, I've probably not been to. I want to be. It's, it's, it's one of them, isn't it? It's like you look at him and you look at the season that he's had, and you go, "Hold on, if he's available, we'll potentially have Absolutely, him." But then yeah, you yeah. say, like, "Well, his main positions like central mid and can play out on the right and things like that." Um, so, do, do we really need someone coming in at central mid? He's not going to replace Westy or Brownell. Um, it might be an ideal replacement for Cork, or maybe Dye should have more th- thoughts about him playing out on the wing. Because obviously, I know Sheffield United have a weird formation, don't they? Where like the the centre halves and the central midfielders go out on the wing. So he played a lot of his time on the wing last season. Um, but it's not a position that I'm looking to strengthen. However, I do think he will be a good addition to the squad. So yeah. I'd probably I'd probably say yeah, I'd have him personally. I'd, I'd have him now, like I said, because of the position that we're in. But I don't think I'd have, it'd have been on my list. So if we'd have kept hold of certain players, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, that that's pretty much it for the incoming rumours. Uh, there is only that. Uh, unfortunately, there's not been there's not been too many uh, incoming rumours yet. But I guess everyone's on holiday at the minute, so I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. We Go need on. to start that old like rumour mill. Do you know when someone says, "I've just seen a Range Rover driving into Burnley with Barton written on Reg." You know that? Remember them days? Yeah, and then we need to get a picture of him outside turf, hugging him. Yeah. Yeah, and then someone's got a picture of it, and then someone says, "Oh no, it's actually the fucking um, chairman's car." For some reason, he had that. Uh, yeah. And yeah, we need to do that. We need to get some old rumours going. Like, everyone, take a picture of anyone who's in a right nice car and, and sell, tell, pretend it's a right good player, just to keep the rumour mill going because it it's pretty boring otherwise. Yeah, we do need some more rumours. Um, but that's pretty much it for the end of the podcast. Um, how we've got nearly 50 minutes out of this week is unbelievable. 50 minutes on episode 50 on season one. There you go. I didn't even mean to do that, but yeah, I love that. Uh, so 50 minutes or there or thereabouts, and not exactly 50, on episode 50 um, on at the end of season one. Now, we will be back, as mentioned, we will be back towards uh, the start of the season uh, where we'll do it again. If you uh, like the podcast but don't follow us on social media, uh, please do. They are at the bottom of your screen now. So it's Twitter, Turfcast Podcast, Facebook, Turfcast Podcast, Instagram, Turfcast Podcast, and on YouTube. Of course, it's Turfcast Podcast. Uh, so you will see anything out on any of them social media channels when the podcast uh, will be back at its regular slot of Thursday mornings. Uh, or even if it is going to come back on Thursday mornings, who knows? Uh, next season, I might decide to change things up a bit. It could be a little bit different. But if there's any big breaking news, like Sean Dice leaving, fingers crossed he doesn't, touch wood. Tarky leaving, touch wood that he doesn't. Dwight leaving, touch Basically, anyone leaving. Or, or, or miraculously, we bring a player in, we will be back and we will do sort of like a a reaction video type podcast might not necessarily be live um, depending on that on the scenario that day I want, breaking uh, we'll news. Do some things. I want like news bulletin headline music dun, 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 dun. 
Hi, I'm Joseph Redman, and welcome to I Want All That. It probably won't get any of that. It'll probably be exactly the same as this. I'll be sat in my bedroom again. You'll be sat in a public conservatory because it will be raining by then. Uh, but we will get our thoughts uh, and things like that. And if you've enjoyed it and you're watching on the Facebook premiere on Friday night, uh, please send us stars, some stars, Facebook stars. stars. Yeah, we, it will help massively if we can get sort of like people sending the stars and stuff. We'll be able to do more things at more occasions uh, and essentially just start making, making the stuff better and that. And it's just a good way to show your support of streamers and content creators that you like, we essentially. Like exactly. We could be in like a big fuck off massive studio in town, Burnley Town Centre, have people coming in. That gives you thoughts on the game. Yeah, we were shit. Right. Thanks, Jeff, and stuff like that. That'll be class. Yeah, we'll get one on the, you know, them empty shops that are like all empty on, well, I don't know if they are anymore, but like Nick KB Hotel or something. And then on the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just, We'll just open that up and, and then people can queue in to go, that oh, fucking, and then just have a little rant on way past. That'd be class. So, there you go. This is what could happen if you send us some stars. Uh, and, and if we might have already done it by now, because of course, if you are watching on Facebook, this isn't live, this is a premiere. We record it on Wednesday night. Um, but we do have a star goal of 100 stars. As I'm saying this now on the premiere, this might have already been broken. Fingers crossed it has. Uh, if it hasn't, just send one star. What's one star? It doesn't mean anything. Just get us to that first target and then we can push on from there. Uh, but thank you, everybody, for watching. And if you haven't already, please give us a follow on all the social media channels. And we won't be back next week. Uh, but the next planned live that we have will be the quiz, uh, which will be back on the first Sunday of September. But I'm going to guess we will see you before then by doing some sort of reaction piece, whether we're just going to chat about the kits, for example, or just do a video talking about the kits or whatever. Uh, there'll be something there. But thanks for watching, and we'll see you at some point. Bye. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 